Welcome to the world's number one AI podcast, AI Chat. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Make sure that you go to AIbox.ai, link in the show notes, to join the waitlist for our new AI platform. We're going to be launching an incredible platform that allows you to build anything you want with workflows um, in AI. So you're able to chain together ChatGPT and image generators and audio generators to make really powerful apps for your organization, or you can host them on our marketplace and actually generate royalties from them. So make sure to go to AIbox.ai and join the waitlist. In addition, if you like the podcast, if you could do me a massive favor and please leave us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. This helps me be able to get better guests on here as they check the reviews to see how you guys are liking it. So if you could please do that, I would really, really appreciate it. OpenAI's GPT-4V has been essentially called a game changer in the realm of AI. I tend to agree with this. Um, it's pretty impressive as far as all of its multimodal capabilities, um, which really kind of help it to understand both text and images. And I think this versatility opens up a whole bunch of different applications, but I think it also prevents a bunch of different challenges. So today I wanted to dive into some of the strengths and vulnerabilities of this next you know, generation of AI and explore some of the open source projects that are also in the same arena so I can give, keep you guys up to date on you know, what else is out there. And I think one other thing I don't know if I mentioned there in the intro was, of course, the fact that GPT-4 now, you can upload images. So I could take an image of like a you know, a street that has a bunch of parking things on and say, when am I safe to park here right now? It can let me know. You could go take a picture of a menu and say like, hey, get, you know, what, what, what on the menu looks good for someone that's lactose intolerant and vegan and, uh, you know, is, you know, on the cheaper end of the menu, right? Or whatever, right? And then it could give you an idea. So it can read, it can understand context, very smart, very interesting. Um, so yeah, let's dive into all of the capabilities. So Okay, I've literally just like backspaced what I've recorded five times. It's a serious tongue twister. I'll try to get it right this time. If not, we're just moving forward. But multi-model, ah, multi-modal models. Jeez, multi, multi-modal models. Jeez, it's so hard to say. In any case, um, Chai GPT or GPT-4, right? They have a bunch of advantages. Um, so they can obviously, they're quite effortless in handling tasks that other traditional text or image-based models struggle with. So an example of this would be GPT-4. It can it can give you like instructions that are a lot clearer with a visual component, right? So if you take a picture of a bike and you're like, hey, how, like, how do I repair this bike? What pieces are missing? Or what tools do I need to repair this bike? You send it a picture, it can do this. So um, of course, these models, they're not just limited to just image recognition. They can also like extrapolate and understand image content um, to a certain extent. Uh, and I think this really kind of opens the door to more nuanced applications, um, you know, suggesting recipes based on the ingredients found in your fridge might be like a good example, right? You should take a picture of your open fridge. Hey, here's my ingredients. What should I make? So there are some interesting, there, there's some interesting red flags that some people have raised or concerns that some people have had. I'll cover them. Some I think are warranted. Some I don't think are as important. But OpenAI initially kind of hesitated to release GPT-4 um, v, that's what it's called, GPT-4V. I think the V is for visual. Um, and they did that, like they kind of hesitated because of concerns that it could be employed to um, identify individuals and images without their consent, which is, you know, kind of a concern that seems fairly validated. So even after, even after its release, GPT-4V um, has a couple issues. Uh, some people are saying that it has the inability to recognize hate symbols, um, or, you know, 
showing a propensity to exhibit biases against certain genders, demographics, and body types. It's all the same stuff that, you know, ChatGPT had when it first came out and then they kind of eventually put up guardrails for it, but different people are complaining. Um, I think, you know, yeah, anyways. So the whole critique is coming directly from inside of OpenAI itself, which is interesting, right? They're the ones critiquing themselves, but of course they launched it because you got to test it. You got to find out how you can break the thing. Um, And I'm sure they've done a ton of internal stuff, but yeah, in any case. So I think despite all of the controversy that it has raised, of course, this is an incredible tool that's incredibly powerful. So I'm very happy that it has been released. Um, And also there's a bunch of, you know, both commercial and independent developers that are actively pursuing the development of other open source multimodal models um, that aim to achieve some similar functionality to this. So some of these are less complex, but I wanted to take a a close look at some of them. So there is LLAVA 1.5. So recently, a collaboration between researchers at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, Microsoft Research and Columbia University created this. Essentially, it's an evolution of the original LLAVA um, which combines a, and so now it just kind of combines a visual coder and Vicuna, which is an open source chatbot to make sense of images and texts. Um, I think what sets it apart is its scalability. So making it, um, feasible for use on consumer level hardware is kind of why it's special. And I think it will get some adoption because of that. The other one I want to talk about is QuenVL, and that's uh, Google's offering. So Alibaba's QuenVL and Google's models like PALIX and Palm E are making waves in the multimodal space. So QuenVL uh, in particular, it's licensed to companies with substantial user bases, uh, providing a you know substantial option for you know large scale applications. Google, who of course is a major player in AI, is also actively pursuing some of these um, multimodal models. Um, so I think this is you know going to be interesting between those two. The third thing I want to talk about is Adept. Um, so Adept is a startup specializing in AI models for web navigation, and it has introduced a GPT-4V-like kind of multimodal text and image model with a unique twist. It understands you know quote unquote knowledge worker data like charts and graphs, and this makes it good at kind of handling complex data and manipulation tasks. So um, let's talk about some of the challenges and limitations. So um, LLAVA 1.5 for, you know, with all of its promise is not without some limitations. While it excels at zero shot objects, object detection, and also explaining images, it's not great when faced with complex or crowded images. So I think um, it's, you know, it's text recognition capabilities are definitely falling short of GPT 4. Uh, you know, GPT 4V, which can be, you know, definitely a blessing in disguise considering GPT 4V's vulnerabilities to malicious text text based manipulations. So, I mean, I don't know. Some people say it's a it's a blessing in disguise. But in my opinion, if the technology is worse, it's not a blessing in disguise. Uh, you know, you can put your guardrails or whatever else you want on it, but I'd rather the technology to be better and not just say like, whatever. Yeah. Anyways, I think it's a silly argument, but in any case, um, F-U-F or F-U-Y-U-8-B, this is what Adept has created. And that is kind of their, um, their open source project for this. Uh, but it's essentially an open source multimodal model. Um, and it is different in its approach. So it's not designed for commercial use. 
Um, and it's, but you know, yet maybe they'll do that in the future. And it's training data is restricted under specific terms. So instead, Adept is looking to engage with the developer community. They're trying to get feedback and do bug reports. Um, so essentially this new software out of them has the ability to understand unstructured data, which I think does make it very valuable for knowledge workers. However, um, it doesn't come with all capabilities prepackaged. Instead, Adept fine tunes more advanced versions for internal use. And I think this raises questions about like potential misuse and also the need for moderation mechanisms and a bunch of other stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, that's really a lot of people's concerns about this technology. In any case, I think, you know, if we're kind of looking at the road ahead, um, there are a lot of developers that are pushing boundaries in what open models, open source models can do. Um, some people are saying, you know, the risk and the limitations of these models are evident. Um, I think as we kind of move forward on this, uh, it's important that, you know, people obviously develop things responsibly. Um, but I think that this is a very exciting time where, of course, there's these really powerful tools out of OpenAI that are closed source and you got to pay for it. But there are a lot of people pursuing this in a more open source manner. Um, and I like to hope that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm like not hoping for the demise of ChatGPT and OpenAI because I do love the technology a lot of the time. But I do hope that there are a lot of uh, other competitors, open source players in this space that do get used and incorporated. I would hate for, you know, the AI space to get sucked up into the vacuum of just the biggest player in the space. So definitely is exciting to see these other projects. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. So one thing I did want to say is LLAVA in testing it, um, you know, someone uploaded a picture of a dog. It said, you know, detect a dog on the image, return coordinates for this. And it actually, like, it sent back the coordinates of where the dog was located, which is kind of an interesting concept to me, right? It's like computer vision, but it's it's just giving you, like, the coordinates on an image. Um, so you'll be able to select it. That was kind of cool. Another thing that LLAVA's, you know, chatbot and their image detector could do, there was, like, a picture of a guy um, I, and this is like an AI generated picture, but it's like a taxi driver and a guy's standing on the back bumper of the taxi and he's ironing his shirt while standing on the back bumper of a taxi. Um, and it says, you know, what is unusual about this image? And LLAVA's chatbot was able to say, um, the quote, the unusual aspect of this image is, a, is that a man is ironing clothes while standing on the back of a moving car. This is not a typical scene as ironing clothes is usually done indoors in a stationary position and with proper safety measures. Anyways, so I thought that was pretty good. Like, obviously, this thing's very intelligent. That's a kind of response I'd expect to get out of something like, um, out of something like ChatGPT. And what LLAVA has when you ask it a question like that is it has the ability to upvote, downvote, flag, or you know, regenerate or clear. So, um, you are able to, I guess, flag stuff. Another thing that someone tested out on LLAVA, um, they took a picture of like a pile of coins and said, "How much money do I have?" And it said, "You have a total of four coins, which is a total." worth of two euros um in addition they they took a screenshot of just like text from someone's like blog post and said um read the text from this image and it you know was able to type out all the text from the image which i think was very interesting you can think of a lot of um people might have concerns about like bots essentially doing captchas with this technology like this would be super easy to write a script to get all captchas done in the future which you've seen captchas are definitely getting a lot more complicated now uh, all sorts of like rotate this animal till it's in the correct position or whatever. So that'll all get, uh, that'll all get a little bit more, uh, you know, there's going to have to be a lot of work done for captchas. One thing that a lot of people were, uh, criticizing, if you go to LLAVA and someone, someone did this, I saw a screenshot, but essentially they uploaded a picture of a woman 
Um, and they said, what advice would you give this person? And it says, as a responsible AI, I cannot provide personalized advice without knowing the specific context of the person's situation. However, in general, it is important for individuals to remain or to maintain a healthy lifestyle, which includes a balanced diet, regular exercise and proper sleep. What, it, what it's walk, what it's, you know, what it's saying here is, is a picture of a larger woman. And so essentially the researcher was trying to get it to say like, you know, what advice would you give this person is trying to get it to say like, she needs to lose weight. Right. But I mean, essentially here, I'm not even that mad about its response. It's just saying like, I can't give it, you know, I can't give personalized advice without getting known in any context, but like in general, balanced diet, regular exercise, proper sleep. These factors contribute to overall well-being and can help manage weight and improve physical health. Additionally, seeking guidance from a healthcare professional or nutritionist can provide tailored advice and support for achieving and maintaining a healthy weight. So a lot of people were triggered by this and were criticizing this because it talks, it says the word maintaining a healthy weight at the end of this. Um, yeah, so that's what people are triggered about. I'm really not mad about this response here. Um, it doesn't seem to go off on any unkind things it's it's very like i don't know the context go talk to a healthcare professional in general like healthy lifestyle balanced diet regular exercise and proper sleep like those are all things that i don't think are very controversial i know some people will probably criticize me but whatever that is what it is um so yeah anyways that was llava i think like in my opinion that's probably guardrails making it respond in that way at all so i personally think that does a great job going to be interesting to see which of these AI models comes out ahead. There's going to be controversies with all of them, so it'll be a very interesting topic to continue following into the future. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community. Thank you for listening to the AI Chat Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you rate me wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're looking for an innovative group of AI enthusiasts, make sure you check out our Discord channel and also our Facebook community. It's obviously a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share software tools, prompts that we're using in everyday AI. I'll leave a link for those in the description below.